0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislenko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. We're part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford, and I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Director of Communications. This is Season 3, Episode 33, for the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time, August thirtieth, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from Matthew, Chapter 16, verses 21 through 27. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does And then, he will repay all according to his conduct. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: It's a good idea, every once in a while, to adjust our vision and readjust our focus. This is especially true when we're going through times of challenge or change. As human beings, it's so easy to lose focus to get off track, to find ourselves walking down paths that are actually more harmful than they are productive. When we begin to examine our lives a bit, we can easily see that very often we place more stock in the superficial securities of our existence rather than into the more spiritual, deeper, eternal ones. We become very focused on the things of our life, especially when those things are changing, when those things are becoming challenging. And we're all facing that as we journey through these current days of our lives. We can easily find ourselves, too, asking a very different question than the question that Jesus is asking. Jesus is asking every one of his believers, what profit would there be for someone to gain the whole world and lose their life in the process? The question we often find ourselves asking, however, is a bit different. We often ask, what more can I obtain in this world to better secure my life within it? You see, we are very, very cognizant of having all of the pieces of our life in place. And when one or more is out of place, we can find ourselves very anxious and unsettled. When life has changed before us, the predictability of our routines even, we find ourselves almost grieving what we had, which is necessary and good. However, if our focus is simply on recovering what we had, then we're going to become very frustrated when we don't succeed in achieving it. Whereas in God's way, it's not so much going back to something, but it's what we can do going forward from something into something else. You see, God is all about creating and recreating, moment to moment. And so for the believer, the one who has the ability to readjust their focus, first of all, there is never any loss. And second of all, there's no need to become overly consumed with the particulars of our earthly life because they will always then fall into proper perspective. And we would never become too obsessed with keeping them in place and in proper order. You see, as we begin to find our way in the world, it's quite natural at first to be concerned about our own self, our well-being, and the particulars of who I am it's then quite natural to extend ourselves outward from that to our families, to our social groups, and to be concerned about their well-being and proper operation and order. But the one that we often don't get to is God's vision, God's world, and what life is supposed to be and can be from that perspective and what that brings us to. That's the gospel perspective. That's the one that calls us away from those other things into the life of God himself. When Jesus says you must lose your life in order to achieve it, what he's saying in essence is shift your focus from all of that stuff that you consider so important and look to the kingdom of God. Lose the worry and the concern and the need to control and the need to have and focus on the beauty and wonder of what I'm doing within you at this moment, at this time. Realize and trust that when I say I am with you always, I truly, truly mean those words. That I'm about your well-being, not your destruction. And so as we go through the stuff of our lives, as we go through the experiences of our lives, it really does boil down to a matter of trust. Do we really, really trust that God is working in my life? Do I really trust that God has my back and that his will for me is ultimately my salvation, the health, and the life of not only my body, but my soul. And that when it's all said and done, he is going to make it what it can be and needs to be. We don't lose. And this is especially true when we face our final moments in life. The person who truly has a sense of God's powerful presence recreating and creating every moment of their lives is going to be able to trust that when their eyes close in death, it is by no means an end, but a beginning to something more wonderful, real and true. And when the person that they love that's next to them is closing their eyes in death that they can more readily give that person over to God and allow God to work eternal wonders with them as well. You see, it's all about abandonment into falling into divine love. And following the road map where faith, hope, and love lead us Because the lesson that Jesus is trying to teach is that true and authentic joy, true and authentic life, cannot, cannot be found in anything, anything that the world can possibly provide. That it's only found in the presence of God. And then...